The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In order to stay ahead of your competition, a lot of your success rises or falls based on your current marketing plan. Get ready for the Mojo Marketing Edge Radio Show. Today, hosts Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez will open up your awareness of the many different ways to market your business and reap major results. Now, here is the team behind Mojo Video Marketing, Ira and Corey. Hello and welcome to the Mojo Marketing Edge. This is Corey Michael Sanchez and over here I have my business partner and friend, Mr. Ira Rosen. Welcome, everyone. We have some amazing content today. We are pumped up. We're excited. And we are going to give you some amazing things to do when you go to your next networking event. And so we're going to talk about that in a moment. Yes. So last week, we talked about something really incredible, something very dramatic and that impacts businesses all over the globe. And that was called Empty Calendar Syndrome. And we talked about what it is, how you know, if you, ha- how you, know you have it, And what are the solutions for it? And it turns out the solution to empty calendar syndrome is actually filling your calendar. And we went over some amazing ways to start doing that, exactly that, filling your calendar and going to networking events. So we talked all about that, how to book appointments at networking events, how to confirm, how to follow up with them, how to make sure they show up. And we're going to show you today the, another extension of how to, how to fix that, that problem that plagues entrepreneurs all over the country, all over the world, empty calendar syndrome. And so we're going to start it off by really talking about trade shows. This is a, a phenomenal way to actually fill your calendar. And we're going to talk about why most people actually fail when they do this and how you can succeed and how you can really make lots of revenue happen from a single trade show and do far more than you've ever done at any other trade show that you've ever been to. Right, Ira? Absolutely. We will show you our how to hijack a trade show formula. And we've <laughs> never talked about this before, and we probably trade shouldn't. Trade show hijack. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so we probably shouldn't be bringing this up, but we, we're, very, we're pulling back the curtain today, and we're feeling very daring here. So we're doing this without a net, and we're going to throw out some stuff. These are like our, our deep, deep secrets, but how do you... How do you take over an event, literally, where everyone thinks that it actually was your event? Right, Corey? That's right. Yeah, we often, oftentimes, it's, uh, when we go to places, it's called the Mojo Show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the Corey and Irish Show, and yeah. we, we just know how to do that. We know how to hijack events and really capture mindset, and we're going to show you how you can do that very same thing, all right? And if we have time, at the very end, we're going to talk about one of our secret lead generation magic bullet formulas. And this one is, is killer. You're going to love it. You're going to love what it's all about. 
And the great, the best part about that particular one is that you can generate leads without leaving your house. You could do it sitting in your, you know, in your computer chair at home in your underwear, and that's going to be really exciting. But first, we want to talk all about trade shows because you know trade show is kind of it's kind of a little old school, right? I mean, it might you know compared to like search engine optimization and blogging and mobile marketing and all of that stuff and apps. It's a little bit more old school. People have been doing it for a long, long time to show off their wares, right? So we're going to show you how to really do it, to, to flip the switch on it and make it really enhance your brand and more, most importantly, bring in new customers and solve the empty calendar syndrome. So we're going to go through a lot of things from you know, how to position yourself at the event, how to create even more energy and enthusiasm around what you're doing, how to follow up from these events and all of that stuff. So Ira, I'm going I'm to kick it over to you first off. So let's, let's talk about it. Trade show marketing. Why do, why do people want to do that and why is it good for their business? Well, you know, in, in a very short period of time, in a couple hours, you can meet a massive amount of people. One thing that's really important when you walk into a room like this, you want to have an end game. You want to have a plan. You want to know in advance what do you want to accomplish. So if you have a booth, you want to have a meeting prior to the event and get everybody on the same page. What are we here for? What do we want to say so everyone has the same message? And so you have an end goal and everybody is going to try to book appointments right on the spot there. Well, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about it though. Because trade shows, one would normally assume that you might have a booth, right? But, I mean, do you have to have a booth at a trade show to make it work? Or is it pretty much that if you really want to, s to succeed at one of these, that you really should invest in a booth? What are your thoughts there? Actually, either way will work if you have the right plan. And we're gonna, so we're going to talk about both today because some of you might be saying, you know, geez, I wouldn't want a booth. I like to just walk around. I want to meet the people with my business model. A booth probably doesn't work all that well. So we're going to talk about, we're going to bounce back and forth on both of those subjects well, and how to do that. Let's talk about, you know, let's first start off if you, if you don't have a booth, right? So you don't want to necessarily invest in a booth. Maybe you don't even have a booth yet, right? You know, you're just getting started. You're getting that together. Let's talk about it. How can you monetize a, a trade show without actually having a booth? Okay. So basically, we're talking about someone that would be boothless. Boothless, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, there's homeless and there's boothless. This poor guy, geez, I'm boothless. So when you walk in there, one of the things that I would suggest when you go to an event like this, go with another person if you can. It's not mandatory. But when two people walk in there, you, you have more energy and you kind of have a plan, you work together. One of the things you want to do is you want to have, number one, plenty of business cards. Oh, my God, I can't believe. I just came from an event last week, and over 50% of the people did not have business cards. So go in there, have a great card. Go around, and what you want to do is you want to have a plan, look at the room, figure out, divide it in half. Okay, where are the people that you really want to go after and know exactly what you're going to do in advance? Yeah, and so let's talk about business cards real quick because that's pretty important. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's the leave behind. It's the only way people remember you after the fact. So you have to really, you know, you want to have a great business card. You want to have a well-designed business card. Where do you get business cards, right? There's all kinds of shops where you can do that at. You know, we, we have uh, particular shops that we go to, but if you're just getting started, you want something very quick and simple, you know, there's a company out there called Vistaprint. I mean, you could get some, so they have amazing deals on cards. Just, you know, make sure you pop for the extra money just to make sure they don't stamp Vistaprint on the back of your card. You know, <laughs> I think there are free cards you can get there and it's like they send you free ones, just shipping and handling. But, you know, don't, don't be a complete cheapskate. 
you know, buy, get, get uh, buy in at the level where they don't stamp their, their name on the back and, you know, also have it p- designed. Get, get a graphic designer to put it together. Make sure you have a good solid logo, all your contact details on there. You want to make sure you have your phone number and email address on there so people can get a hold of you afterward. And uh, many of you are, are established entrepreneurs, right? You probably already have business cards. But I mean, for some of you, if you're just getting started with it, and you're rocking and rolling, you're excited about it, you know, make sure you have a professional email address on there, right? You don't want a Gmail address or Yahoo, right? Or, or God forbid, an AOL, right? <laughs> or <laughs> hot. Hotmail, yeah. Yeah, hotmail hot doesn't mail. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds out there. Just, just get a professional one. Um, so it'd be, you know, like ours, mine is, you know, uh, Corey at MojoVideoMarketing.com, right? So that's that is um, the email address. So it's it's it has the brand in it. It's got my name in it. But you want something like that on your business card. But uh, but make sure you walk in, have a have a great business card. Now, what's the next thing? You get in there, you have a buddy, you're going around the booths. You know, what's the objective for the person that that's just walking around at a trade show? Okay, I just want to say one more thing on business cards. Make sure that when they look at that card after you leave it with them, they know what you do. Don't make it a big, uh, mysterious uh, game of, I wonder what this guy does, you know, like an hour (laughs) later or a week later. So you want to be real clear on what you do. And you also, you know, uh, there's two schools of thought on whether you should have your photo on there or not. You want to have some great colors. You know, what it really speaks to is how do you feel about your about your company. If you put enough time and energy into it, when people look at our card, they realize that we put many, many, many hours, a lot of love into that card. And so it's a representation of you and how you, you know, how you feel about your business. But going back to and Corey, repeat the question again. <laughs> I got a good memory today, just a little short. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, man. <laughs> All right, good, good to know. So I can I can ask you stuff. You'll yeah. forget about it yeah. immediately. Where, where are the flashcards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the prompter. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about okay. So you got your business card, your epically designed business card. You're walking around, and what should be the objective, really? You know, you got all these people with great booths. You don't have a booth. You're just going up to them, asking them what they do and all that stuff. How do you make it the most profitable for you and not, not seem like you're, you know, you're, you're just uh, coming on too strong or just, you know, really trying to make up for the fact that you don't have a booth? Right. What I would do is go up and I would be very inquisitive and just ask lots of questions. Find out about what they're doing. Find out all you can, all the questions you can ask about them. And, you know, you, and you don't necessarily start pitching your stuff because that's the kiss of death. What you want to do is really take an active interest in them and ask some great questions. Um, but you just want to be careful you don't come across as you're pitching them while they're having a booth. Because I can tell you from experience, when we've had booths and people come by and they start to sell to us, it really it, it doesn't feel very good. I'm thinking, dude, why don't you go get yourself your own booth? <laughs> so you got to be. It's very. You're kind of. It's very delicate. But you know, you also there's all these people walking around, and there's a good chance you're probably going to recognize some of these people. But you know, so it's really what you're really doing is you're walking into a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord of opportunity, and it's all about building great relationships. So what you want to do is have your radar dialed in and you want to look around the room and think, okay, who here potentially could be a good client of mine 
or a good joint venture partner. And that might be a great way to approach this is, okay, who can I partner with where we can do business back and forth and refer business to one another as far as we each have our own sphere of influence? Because that is the fastest way to explode your business with joint venture partnerships, right, Corey? Because we talk about that constantly. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to grab cards, you want to you want to really explore joint venture partnerships, and really book meetings as well. You know, so you want to do that as much as possible with people you think you could work with. Is to book them on the spot. This is the whole thing. We're talking about filling your calendar, right? We're talking about the solution to empty calendar syndrome. And so this is the best thing that you want to do is always book appointments. If that person is really a potential prospect or a potential joint venture partner, really. Yeah, absolutely. Because after all, none of us need the practice. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. certainly don't. I mean, <laughs> Well, yeah, if you walk around, you spend time there. I mean, you know, every time I look at, at, at time expenditure, right, you go to a networking event, you go to a trade show, you want to you monetize it. Absolutely. So don't don't just kind of wander around there and just, you know, you have to have your intention set. You have to know what you want to do. You have to know what kind of appointments you're going to book with what kind of people, because otherwise you're, you're not you're not going to be prepared and you're going to go into that situa- situation without the end game in mind. And and you know what, if you don't have that in mind, you're 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 really going to get zero out of it and you're going to walk away feeling like you wasted your time. You know, one of the things that's really effective is as you walk around and you scan the room and you see different businesses businesses, if you know of someone that you could be a good referral referral partner for that business, walk up to them, introduce yourself. Now you're coming from a place of service, not buy my stuff and this is what I'm about and you know, I want you know, I want you to be my client, but I have a potentially I have some clients for you based on my business, I can send you some business. Um, no matter what they're doing, they'll stop and they'll listen to you because you're talking in terms of their interest, WIFM, what's in it for me. That's all people think about these days. So let's talk about how you find good trade shows to go to. Um, the, you know, not, not only to go to, but also maybe ones that you might be able to, to, to have a booth at and monetize. So the best way that we do it, I mean, there's lots of different ways, but you know, there's always chambers of commerce that have trade shows, uh, li- places where you can have booths. If you do, um, if you look up trade shows in your specific area, just go to Google. Google's Google's your friend when it comes to this, uh, but you also have to look at your niche, right? Who are you going after? Last week we were at a dental convention, right? We were we were sponsors um, of a particular organization that had a booth there, so we were there for a couple of days, really building relationships with dentists, because dentists is actually a big market of ours, and they really, we, we get lots of great results with dentists, and so we identified that as a niche, and so here we are set up at the, the dental convention that's going on in, here in town. So Ira, talk a little bit about how that came to be and how that, that opportunity winded up landing in, our, uh, landing in our lap. Well, you know, we're on a 501c3 board. It's called Smiles Behind Bars. Uh, the short story is we've been working with him for a couple years, and we volunteered a lot of our time, and we helped him with the website and their marketing. And one thing led to another. They opened up some doors for us, and we've really given them a lot of help. They had this big event, and they invited us to be there and participate. So, you know, just on a side note, it, it's really good to be involved in the community. If there's something you can do to give back, to be involved in some kind of a charity, some worthwhile wide, uh, uh, cause, I think is very, very valuable. You want to be a what I call a you know a good corporate citizen. You want to really be able to give back because it reflects well on you. Because it's not just take take take. We want to be be able to. 
pay it forward in the community, and that really goes a long ways. You could even say, you know, out of every sale, we give, you know, uh, 5% of the proceeds to X, Y, and Z. One of the cool things about that is the booths at that particular event are usually pretty expensive, right? They, they, you know, they cost some, they cost some dough, but the great thing about us really working with them, and we didn't know this going into it, but, you know, nonprofits, uh, you know, they got a table at a super low rate because they're a nonprofit. And normally if you're a for-profit company, you know, getting in front of dentists, that booth would have cost, how much, Ira? You know, Probably about three to five thousand dollars. Three to five thousand dollars, and here we are. We're, because we're donating our time and energy, they wanted to highlight us at this event. So that was one of the great things about you know really being involved in the community, really uh, it, you know being involved in a nonprofit is that you can really get in front of your target market because this market, um, this nonprofit particular, it looks for dentists to really team up with, and that's a perfect market for us now. We didn't get involved in the nonprofit just because of that, but I mean, certainly some great things have happened where um, they wanted to promote us to all their dentist connections. They wanted us involved in the trade show and the, in the dental convention. And you know, now we're in front of a lot more dentists than we were before, and it's it's just an easier handoff because we can really relate, and people like the fact that we're we're really involved on this very special uh, manner. So so that's that's one example of of how we get involved in some trade shows is just through some community efforts some connections. Um, another way to actually get involved in other trade shows, if you say you want a booth, um, you can go and buy one. They can be, typically be fairly expensive, you know, ranging anywhere from a couple hundred dollars all the way up to five to $10,000, right, Ira? Yeah, and it's all about ROI, return on investment. So the question you got to ask yourself is, number one, how many people are going to be there? Number two, who are these people? Um, are they are they are they a bunch of students? Are they a bunch of startups? If they're a bunch of startups, that mean that means basically that's going to be a room that probably is not going to be able to afford your you know your products or services. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. But you want to you want to the more affluent crowd you can get in front of the better because those people are easier to do business with. They make decisions quicker and they'll spend more money. Well, that and you know it's it's just you want to be able to monetize it after the event, right? So if you're going to spend money on a trade show, you, you better know that okay, I've got to go in here and I got to get X amount of deals. You want to make sure that if you're going to spend five grand on a booth or two grand or even a couple hundred dollars that you're going to 10 times the amount of revenue that you're going to get. You, you really don't want to just focus on just breaking even. I mean, that's a recipe for not getting anywhere, right? Because it's not just how much it costs for the booth, but how much it costs for the materials, how much it costs to actually have your staff there and all of that stuff and the cost of all the follow-up that goes into it. So there's a lot involved there. So you got to make sure that you're, you're five times in your ROI on that or 10 times or even more and not just breaking even, right? We don't just go for, you know, for branding. Branding is fine, but I, we like doing business more than anything else. So uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all the essential elements that you need to really make your, your trade show so worthwhile to pull in leads, to book massive appointments. We're going to give you a, a checklist of things that you need to have at your booth uh, and, and, and what you need to do after the trade show to make sure you can two times or three times your return. So we'll be right back after a moment. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Are you a single parent trying to create the balance between home life and work life? You may be running a successful business, but how are your relationships with your family and children? If you're one of the thousands of people trying to juggle it all, tune in to Straight Up with Chris, real talk on business and parenthood, hosted by Chris FSU. Chris is the portrait of the success story, coming to the U.S. with no language skills, founding and growing several businesses, while raising his daughter from age 7 to adulthood as a single dad. Listen every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, hello. We're back at the Mojo Marketing Edge. And we're talking today about how do you fill your calendar? How do you solve that empty calendar syndrome with trade shows. And specifically, we're talking about how to hijack a trade show and get the most out of it. So we've talked about, you know, if, you're, if you, you don't have a trade show booth, or you don't want to necessarily invest in one, what you do there. Now we're diving into if you do have a trade show booth, what do you do? What do you have to make sure you have to get the most results possible, the most revenue possible, the most opportunity, the most appointments Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's, let's get started right on the, a checklist of things that people need to have when they are getting a booth. Iris, so I'll kick it on over to you. Okay, we talked about it earlier was, of course, have a game plan in advance, have a meeting in advance, so everybody knows exactly what you're going to do. Let's start with you want you got to have great signage. So you can get for a couple hundred dollars one of these displays that uh, just pulls right up. It's very attractive. You can give them your logo. They can put all kinds of different things on there. You want to be very careful, and everybody makes this mistake on their first display sign, is they put way, way too much copy on there. So just have enough things on there, but not too much, that tell your story, that have your logo, how they can reach you. That's really important. Also, you want to have, ideally, you want to have a TV there and have a, have a video of different things running on and on about your about your business. And let's talk about that for a moment because that will draw people to your booth and it's very visual because people remember 90% of what they see visually rather than reading. So let's, yeah, exactly. Videos are great. Videos are powerful. They're an amazing way to draw people in. One of the things that you really have to know is going into this event, do you have access to sound? Can you play sound? 
right? Because uh, some trade shows may not let you play any sound. Some others, um, it's not really a, an issue. You can just play all the sound you want. Maybe not uh, blast it rock star status, but you can certainly have a video there that's looping. So you want to have something, um, if you have sound abilities, you want to have something that maybe, maybe some testimonials that are going, uh, maybe some demos, some product demos, some flashy things that really attract them. Right? If you don't have sound, you basically would, would want to play stuff that, you know, like words on the screen that kind of uh, would attract somebody. Right? So for us, you know, we help a lot of people with lead generation. So we might have a, a video that plays off different text images or text that says, need leads now? You know, question mark. And we might have stuff like that, really appealing text that would draw somebody in, you know, like a, like a moth to a flame and really get them to our booth. That's the biggest thing. We want to attract them. They're over there. They're 20 feet away. They're 10 feet away. They see our video playing, and boom, they get sucked in. Like we're a magnet, you know, and, and it works out really well. So a video, absolutely know ahead of time whether you have access to sound, because if you do, it's a different story. Now, moving on from that, you know, signage. Uh, let's talk about that, because a lot of people, like I was saying, I mean, they tend to clutter up their signage, and they got all this crazy stuff on there. People have a hard time reading it. You got font that's too small. You got things that don't make sense. People still look at it, and they're like, I, don't, I still don't know what they do. So what are some key elements, Ira, in, in signage that we can talk about? I mean, for us, the Mojo booth, we have you know, really amazing, you know, we've got, we've got this gal here who looks, you know, she's got this super pumped look on her face and it's just really attractive and it kind of draws people in. You know, we might have a headline that's just really powerful. Like, like I said earlier, you know, need leads for your business, question mark, uh, something like that, a little more powerful, but also just bullet points about what you do and, and a phone number. A lot of days people are, uh, these days, people are actually taking pictures of trade show booths to remember them for later. You know, things that they might want to look up. So you want to make sure that you have your, your phone number loud and proud on your signage so that way they always have something to get a hold of you on. What are some other things, Ira? Well, have the confidence to be different. What you don't want to do is look like everyone else and just blend in. I call it vanilla ice cream marketing. You don't want to do that. You want to show up where you're, you're, you're out of the box. You're, you want to definitely have fun with your audience. You want to keep it light. Uh, I think that those are critical things. Also, um, never, ever sit in a chair behind the booth and uh, and, you're, and while there's while these people are standing, you're sitting down. You're coming from a place of weakness, uh, from low vibration, from low energy. You want to get rid of the chair. You want to get in front of the booth. You want to stand alongside of that person and have a real conversation. And you know, and you can do better than just handing out mints and bubble gum. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> you know, give something of value, something that really is going to you know to go wow, okay. And it doesn't have to necessarily be something that's material. You can give away. Uh, a free consultation. You can have a drawing for an iPad. Uh, you could give away a free trip. Uh, you know, different things. You can get trips that are super wholesale, almost for free, uh, you know, given away by a travel agency and different things like that. Because, But really important is you want to have the people that are in front of that booth that are on your team, you want them all there. What Here's what happens when you do trade shows. Let's say you got four people on your team and everyone gets shiny object syndrome and everyone wants to go see the, the event and there's one person left and all of a sudden you get swamped and then one person has to do the work of four people and you miss all those opportunities, right, Corey? 
Well, you know, it, it really kind of touches on what you talked about earlier is you want to have a meeting with your team before right. you end up doing it. And, you know, staffing is incredibly important. You know, you want to know weeks ahead of time who's going to be at this event, right? Make sure you have the right materials. Make sure you have the right, uh, you know, the scheduling in place. People know exactly where they have to be at what times. I mean, that's super critical because, you know, if you got a booth, but, you know, you realize that the calendaring was wrong and people put it in their calendar and they can't make it for the first four hours, I mean, you've wasted four hours of opportunity for that. So absolutely have, that, have a team meeting well in advance, know the schedule, know who's going to be there, and know how many people you need to have there based on the amount of attendees and the velocity of the people coming through there. Because when you have that, you can know, okay, well, at this trade show, I'm probably going to need you know, three people there at the booth at all times. And this one's a little less trafficked. I'll only need one, maybe two. Right? So make sure you know that going into a trade show. Have that meeting ahead of time. And also, if there's any sales incentives, sometimes you want to you pump all this. You know, if you have salespeople there setting appointments and really reaching out, connecting, then you got to have a, a little bit of an incentive. Compete, compete them against each other and put something together where, it really, where they say, okay, yeah, I'm really pumped. I'm going to do massive appointments as a result of this because I want massive sales because of X, Y, and Z. So put together something very tantalizing, very appealing for all your salespeople so they, they're really uh, committed to the success at it. I mean, you always want to be working with committed salespeople anyway, but I don't know about you. I love to get the energy and the emotion even higher going into a mega event where you've, you've invested a lot of money, a lot of time and energy. You might as well get the most out of it. Absolutely. So, uh, so basically, you want to do that. You want to have a video there. You want to have a great backdrop. You want to have something that's appealing. I was talking earlier about a handout, a giveaway. You know, we call it an irresistible offer. You want to give something away that's, that's super important for them that they'd be like, oh, yeah, I need that. I want that. I want to take it full advantage of it. So think about what that is. What, are, what is your perfect prospects, especially at this event, what are they looking for? And build an irresistible offer around that. And just remember, be very, very cognizant of the fact that you go to different trade shows, you're going to have different audiences. So just know that if you're like, for instance, we might go to a trade show where there's more speakers and authors. We might go to a different one like we just did recently where it's mostly dentists and dentists are a different audience and they're looking for different things. So you want to make sure you have an attractive, irresistible offer that's perfectly primed for that particular audience that you're going to be in front of on that day. Okay. Ira, you have something real quick? Yeah. So how do you draw people in? How do you be... How are you attractive to your audience? Well, number one is you want to be able to, if you're smiling, if you're enthusiastic, nothing. If you have an enthusiastic team and everyone's really amped up and their their mindset is at a very high level and everyone's having fun, if you have a fun booth, next time you go to an event and you see, you look and you find that one booth that has all these people around it, if you go up and look closely, they're probably laughing and having fun and everybody who's on the team is really engaged and really having a lot of fun with their audience. And so that's what you really want to do. You want to create a little mini party over there uh, where you're still doing business, but it's just it's a fun experience to come by because nobody likes to miss anything. And so if you can create that, and it's not hard to do, just get that get that enthusiasm uh, pumped up because you can have the most amazing booth and you can have the most amazing offer. But if everyone is just you know their their uh, emotions are as flat as a pancake, guess what? You're going to walk away from that event with zero. So you've got to be, if you can't get excited about your products or services, you can't possibly expect the people going by your booth 
to want to even stop, let alone engage you and, and potentially you know, become a client. But in a minute, we're going to talk also about follow-up, which is one of the most critical pieces of everything here. Yeah, and so you know, excellent points, Ira. You absolutely want to have energy around your booth. And you, you want to be attractive in all kinds of different ways. So let's talk about um, a couple of irresistible offers that also might work for you. Just kind of going back to that topic. You know, like Iris said before, you could offer a free consultation. You know, offer something for free, a free video, a free webinar, uh, a free video that they watch, by the way, a free webinar that they might watch, a free report on something, a free white paper, um, you know, a copy of your book, like an, an ebook, let's say. Sometimes we give away actual books. You know, Mojo, here at Mojo, we, we published three books uh, last year, and we hand those out at events all the time, so you can do something like that. So you just want to have a super cool giveaway that's, that really is in line with helping you sell your product or service. That's why we kind of stray away from just free stuff that you pass out, free pens and free branded knickknacks and tchotchkes. Those are great, but at the end of the day, I want something that's going to help me close a deal, that's going to help me do a sale. And we typically use free offers, irresistible offers that are in line with that. For instance, when we hand out, we do an irresistible offer, a lot of the times it comes with, you know, our book, which our book, one of our books is essentially a sales uh, enhancement device for us, right? We took, uh, we took one of our selling webinars and turned it into a book, right? We'll, we'll, we can, by the way, talk about how we did that, how we did that in under 30 days in one of the upcoming radio programs, which will be lots of fun. But essentially, we use it as a sales enhancement thing. So we hand out this book. People read it. They actually do read it. They actually love it. Uh, it's a short book. It's got big font. Uh, they listen. They, they read it. And essentially, they learn more about us, more about our products, more about our services, and really build the relationship with us. We build more credibility with them, and it's easier for us to do a deal. Right? We're doing the same thing when we're doing an irresistible offer of a, a free video that they can watch on an XYZ topic. For instance, we, you know, we do uh, a, a free video that tells them exactly how to generate more leads using uh, LinkedIn. You know, that's one of the things that we do. And so people that are attracted to that will get that. And what that free giveaway is, is doing is, number one, helping us get their contact details. So that way we're getting their business card, we're getting their name, their, their phone number, their address. And in essence, we're trading off and giving them uh, a free video that they watch, which actually helps them become a client, a customer of ours. So it's a it's a win 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 all the way around. I mean, they're getting some free stuff, they're getting some free content, some free information. We're getting their contact details and priming it up for a sale. So one of the things I just want to drill into everybody's head: if you're going to do a booth and you're doing an irresistible offer, ask yourself at the end of the day, is this going to help me make a sale? And if it doesn't, I would think really hard about what you're doing there and kind of switch, switch the, uh, you know, flip the switch on that one and use an irresistible offer that's going to help you build a relationship with that prospect, but also help you do a deal. So those are a couple of really important parts um, that you want to have. And a couple other things that you want to have is just really well-designed flyers, right? We're, we're, not, we're not in the days where you could use clip art, right? You had those little trifold brochures and, you know, it was a little clip art because we were, those were the early days of the computers. You know, these days, it's totally different. Have a well-designed uh, brochure or flyer. And uh, like, for instance, we have, um, you know, our graphic designer name is Jessie Weishadol from Whimsical Design. She's amazing. She puts together excellently designed and well-branded flyers 
that have lots of great details on them, but they also have our, here's, here's the things that you want to have on a really solid flyer. You want to have, you know, f- uh, obviously the message, the benefits of the, the program, the benefits of your products, the benefits of your services, fit on testimonials on there. You absolutely, testimonials are huge. You want to have them on your flyer. Right. You also want to have your contact details. Don't have a flyer without a way to contact you. So your phone number, your email address, that's all very important stuff. Make sure you have that readily uh, available. Make it graphically pleasing. Make sure you have the colors that represent your brand, your logo. So that way everything's in line with your booth. So make sure you have that. Great flyers are, are very important. Uh, another thing to have is to make sure that you have your calendar printed off. Right? That's huge. If you don't have your calendar printed off or a calendar handy where you can book appointments into, guess what? You're not going to put the focus on filling your calendar. And that's the reason for having a trade show booth is to fill your calendar. What's going to happen is you'll wind up with you know, 95% of booths have this experience. It's called all smoke and no fire. And what happens is you talk to all these people, you don't follow up, nothing really happens, and maybe one or two people will do business in spite of you. So you really, really want to have an end game, and that is, okay, each person is going to book maybe five appointments. So if there's four of you there, everyone books five appointments, you know, that's 20 appointments that you people would, you know, your team would get. That's going to make it, that's going to be the difference between making that worthwhile and just showing up and going through the motions because otherwise that's what mo, that's what happens with most booths. I talked to a guy at an event last year, their booth was $7,500. And I said, what do you do with these people when, um, you know, when they come by? He said, well, I give them the information and, you know, I said, do you follow up with them? He says, no, nah, not really. He says, if they're interested, they're going to call us because, you know, it's otherwise, What's the point? And I just, you know, I just thought, oh my god, I got to get out of here before I, before I, my head explodes. Yeah, <laughs> who does that? It's just, <laughs> and he was obviously he wasn't an owner, but I've seen owners think like that and do the same thing. Yeah. So it's all about the follow up. But you know, there's so many opportunities. It's a question of, you know, what are your strategies? What are your techniques? How do you approach it? Well, yeah, and so one more thing about what you need at your booth is you got to have a place to collect data, collect, you know, collect either business cards or collect, uh, you know, have a, have a sign-in sheet. Some people just don't have business cards or for whatever reason, they still want your stuff. And you got to be have a way to deliver it to them. You have to have their contact details from them moving away from your booth. So, you know, have a sheet that you have that's, that's nice, got your logo printed at the top and have a place for their name, phone number, email address. Have that on hand because if you don't, you're going to lose some opportunity from people that might not have business cards or just might not have business cards on them. So make sure you have a, you know, a nice bowl that people can put their, their cards into. And it's, it's amazing. If you just had a bowl on your table and you really had, no, you had nothing to offer people, Right, it was just a bowl, a standalone thing where they could put their business cards. People actually are programmed to think that if they put their business card into something, they've got a chance to get something, <laughs> right? Like a free raffle, a free whatever. They think they're going to get something great. So people are actually conditioned and programmed to throw their business cards into a bowl when they walk by, which is kind of interesting to me. But you know, you could you know have an irresistible offer. But even if you didn't have a bowl to collect some some cards, so that way you can you can really start getting that data from people. Because let's be real. Unless you capture data from people, you're going nowhere when it comes to your trade show booth. There's got to be a huge focus on that. Don't just let them walk away grabbing your business card, your flyers, and putting them in the bag. Because the reality is, is that people at, after the trade show, 
They get done with that, and they, they got this giant bag full of stuff, right? And then they have to go through it? Well, most people don't. And they just kind of put in the corner and say, well, I'll get to it eventually. And they never actually pull your card out of there and follow up with you. So, the, so you really have to be the one making sure that you are absolutely collecting data. So we are actually going to take a short break here. And when we come back... We're going to talk about one interesting and unique way that we stole the show. It involves uh, a really special character and spokesperson of ours and how we just stole the show at a trade show. We're going to come back and tell you exactly how we did that. We'll be back in a moment. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray with his co-host Linda Crater as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, hello, hello. Corey Michael Sanchez here, the Mojo Marketing Edge with Mr. Ira Rosen and myself. And today we're talking about how to fill your calendar with trade shows. And right now we're going into a very special segment called Event Hijacks, right? How do you hijack an event when you go there? We're going to talk about some fun, interesting, unique ways that you can do that. And this is like getting out of the box a little bit, right? We're not talking about just mainstream booths. We're talking about stirring it up, right, Ira? Yeah, we're talking about when we say hijacking, it's stealing the show. So at the end of the event, you're the ones they remember. You're the ones they think about. You're the ones they're going to talk about, say, a month later, sometimes a year later, depending on what your plan is. So the better the plan, the longer they're going to remember you. Yeah, so, we're, so we've got one, one very memorable thing that we've always done at our events, all right? And you're going to be really surprised when you hear this at what it has to, you know, and you might be like, well, does that even work? Are they kidding me? And uh, <laughs> so one of the cool things that we did 
is that we actually have a spokesperson. And this spokesperson, his name is Captain Mojo. And Captain Mojo has a cape. He's got a superhero outfit on. It's got a little cape on the back that says M. He's got a front uh, on his on the front of his chest. It's got an M on it. He's got black tights and a green belt. He's got Mojo colors. He's got an orange cape, and he wears this thing to the events. Now, this in a, in itself would be interesting, right? But it gets even better than that. He's <laughs> because Captain Mojo is not your average individual. In fact, Captain Mojo is a little person. And uh, he, is, he is a great guy. His name is Mark, uh, Mark Trombino. He's actually our spokesperson, but we call him Captain Mojo. And he comes with us to these events. And, you know, we, go, we get a nice little setup with him, a nice little stool where he can sit. And then he takes pictures with all the people that come by. And people love it. And it's one of the most memorable things. In fact, when we don't have Captain Mojo at the event, they come and ask, where's Captain Mojo? And it's funny because we'll have him there and then people will line up just around the corner to take a picture with him. And we love it because they're having fun. We're having fun. We take pictures with all these people. And we get to post it on social media uh, channels afterward and really have them spread the word or like the, like the pictures and we're, we're, we're tagging them in the pictures and people are seeing them and it's just a really fun time. Wouldn't you say, Ira? Absolutely. Now, you don't have to go out and get a little person. By the way, he's about two and a half feet high. He's <laughs> friends with Mini-Me, Vern Troyer from uh, Austin Powers and they hang out together. But um, So <laughs> you, you could do something unique and different. You could have like a red carpet theme right there at your booth. Uh, I was at one booth and someone had a surfboard in the back and looked like you were surfing and they had a backdrop with a green screen. So everybody came in there and then he took Polaroids with people that are on uh, a surfboard or they could email it to you. Now they've got your email address and so then they can follow up with you that way but you know get really creative there's some fun things you could do you could have some kind of a a wheel that uh, rotates and then they could win different things when it when it falls on a, on the red dot you know maybe they win something of value everyone's screaming and yelling like at Las Vegas people run over there i mean you want to create you want to create a stir you could take you know photos and lights and all those things draw people in so get real creative and sit down and plan something ahead because the best ideas on how to do all this, you hadn't even thought of. But just open up your mind. You'll be amazed of the things that you'll be able to think of. Yeah, I mean, we actually, it's interesting that you mentioned this. But yeah, we usually have a backdrop and it's got Mojo in the back. And we take a pictures with Captain Mojo and we have lights. And for some reason, just having the lights attracts people, right? It's it's like you, you think this, this works on bugs, but light also obviously <laughs> attracts human beings. So, uh, you know, because they're like, oh, what's the commotion? What's going on over here? People don't want to be feeling left out of anything they want to be included and they like cool stuff like that so yeah lights actually do work really well so be very unique in the way that you're doing that and really just have fun with it so we use captain mojo like we said and uh, it's a great time. You know, uh, you can do the red carpet, the photos, the lights. Um, you could have models there. Sometimes that works out really well. Just, uh, you know, you can go to an agency and have models come and actually hand out your flyers and actually, you know, actually also talk with people and, and get their business cards. So that's another thing that you can do. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely just stand out. And right now we're going to go into some other 
event hijacks that you might be doing. And we have, we have studied many events. We've studied <laughs> the flow, the formula, who's doing what, and we notice things. And we notice especially what's working really well. One of the ways that we've seen work really well for capitalizing on a, uh, an audience at a trade show is to really host a VIP after party, right? And you hand out flyers to that. You tell them where it's going to be. A lot of times it's done. It's maybe in a, a hotel suite that's close by or, or if the event or the trade show is actually at a hotel where, you know, it's, it's literally at one of the suites upstairs. You know, we've seen this done. There's an individual we see a lot of, you know, we go to a lot of his events. His name's Bill Walsh. Uh, he runs a company called Power Team. And my gosh, does this man know how to do exactly that, run events, build traffic. He hosts a lot of after-hours you know, VIP parties, but essentially you could just get a suite at a hotel, you know, have a flyer, hand it out, tell them when to be there, whether it's 7 or 8. And, and you know, basically what he does is he, he gets booze and, uh, and, and food, and people <laughs> are drawn to it, you know, and they, they start drinking and having fun and getting to know each other and networking, passing around the cards, and it's, it's just a great time, right, Ira? Yeah, and Bill Walsh says, yeah, people will fly clear across the country for a great party, and it's really true. Think about it. So uh, we've been at parties that he's had at the top of uh, the MGM Grand at the um, at, at the Governor's Suite, and uh, we <laughs> walk in there, and there's this massive, you know, it's bigger than most people's homes, and it's just you can, oh my God, are we going to have fun tonight? <laughs> but you know, you, and here I am, it's like a year later, and we're talking about it. Yeah, well, and he'll do, he'll say, have a little segment. Well, he'll like, you know, he'll like, all right, quiet down, everybody, and then he'll, you know, he'll he'll thank everybody for coming, right? But then he'll talk a little bit about his products and services and what they're up to, and then it's a nice way to get some stage time at these events if you don't. Have have stage time, boom, you attract an audience, everybody likes parties, and they go there, they have fun, you get to talk a little bit about your stuff, and it's awesome. So use that. It, it, I've seen it. It's super effective. Another thing that, that works really well that I've seen Bill Walsh do is, you know, if, if say you've got a, an event, we've got an event here called Networking Phoenix, and it's uh, run by a gal named Gelly. And she puts this event on. She'll have usually, you know, 1,200, 1,500 people at these events. And what Bill Walsh will do is he'll actually promote an event that takes place the next morning. And so you get all these people at this event. They're excited. They, you know, they, they want to learn more. He's got a free business building breakfast. So he pays for breakfast for everybody. He attracts them in. And he ends up do doing a full sales presentation in full of them and it, uh, in front of the, the, the event. And, you know, I've seen it works magically because this guy knows how to, how to close. He knows how to sell. He knows how to bring on clients. And it, it works extremely well. But all he's doing is using that event, gain momentum from it, and carry forward that momentum into something that's beneficial for him. Right, Ira? Yeah, and this is more advanced things we're talking about right now, but it's good to think about them because down the road you could plan this out. But it's interesting because when you go to these events now, watch for people that do things like that. They're usually the leaders. They're the ones that are making the money because at the end of the day, 90% of your success with your business has nothing to do with products or services. Obviously, we've all got to over-deliver, but it's all about your marketing, and your marketing's got to be amazing, and it always gets back to a calendar. 
Do you because you, you can have an incredible product, but if you have an empty calendar, nothing's going to happen. You know, one or two people a week to talk to does not cut it. That's a national average. You want to get in front of two, three, four people a day that are targeted, that are highly qualified, people that are motivated to want to do business with you because it's all about momentum. When you have momentum, then you have forward velocity. When you have that, you have enthusiasm because if you have a full calendar, think about it, you're excited for the week, you know in advance you're going to have a predictable outcome. You know on Friday you're going to have written all this business, you've helped all these clients, and that's motivating to you. And then it makes it a lot more interesting rather than uh, you're just crawling through the desert with without a glass of water. You're struggling. You're taking that path of uh, of suffering, and you're doing it the hard way. And so a lot of times all we need to do is stand back, take a really good look, and see what we're actually doing, and look at your marketing. How are you filling your calendars? And so going to events is a great way. In the very beginning, we started five years ago, we went to one event, not a week, but a day. Every, every day we went to one event. And a lot of times there'd be a good event that we'd hear about and say, oh, well, we can't miss this one. So we'd go to the second event many times in one day. And then we'd book all these appointments. We'd follow up. We'd get on the phone. We'd send a video. And then the next day we would, we'd have all these appointments. So in between going to events, we had, we had appointments. On a rare occasion, we'd go to three events because there was that one event we couldn't possibly miss. And so now we're going to all these massive events. And so we had stacks and stacks and stacks of business cards. And our biggest challenge was following up. And of course, it's all about the follow-up because that's where the fortune is. That's right. We've got we've got a little bit of time right now. And we're going to talk a, just a tiny bit about the follow-up. And then we're going to talk about next week's segment, which is going to be exciting. Uh, but let's talk about the follow-up from the events just for a couple minutes. And uh, this is where most people drop the ball. All right. This is where uh, you know, when it, this is where the rubber meets the road, though, because this is where you get the most revenue. It's not at the event. You make most of the money in the follow-up after the event and booking the app- appointments. So what are some simple and easy things and ways you can follow up to really get the most out of your event? Well, number one is you want to have a team dialing up all those leads. Okay, this is super important. If you just stick it into your, your newsletter or your, your email list, then guess what? You're going to be missing out on lots of revenue. You need to have a, a, a concise plan on how to get these people into an appointment. Email marketing is definitely one aspect about that. right? So you want to do that in tandem with also phone calling those prospects. One of the things that we've actually done is after a couple, you know, after a couple times of no response, we'll actually text message somebody. Super important, easiest way to get a hold of somebody. You might say, is that taboo? I mean, that person gave me their number. You know, should I do that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Why? Because it works. <laughs> absolutely. Well, here, here's the thing. It gets back to mindset. You should feel so strongly about your products and services that you feel bad for them if they're not using you know, what you're offering up. And so that should be able to pull you to the other side and drive you because, um, you know, one of the things you could have in a text message is, you know, if you have, a, if you're giving something away, you could say something like, um, hi, this is so-and-so, met you at the event, great news, call me as soon as you can, and you have your phone number in there. Most people will respond to that because you're talking about great news. When's the last time you got a text message and someone said, I've got great news for you? 
probably, you know, probably never or on a very rare occasion. So those are the things you got to really get out of the box. But 80 to 90% of all sales happen from the 5th to the 12th touch point. This is where the money is <clears throat> made or lost. Um, you know, we don't have an economy problem. We have a serious follow-up problem. Every month, you're not in touch with your database. You're going to lose 10% of your influence. So it's all about building your database. It's all about following up with these people that you meet at these events. So let's, we're going to dive into this in later shows. Is all about automated follow-up. How can you follow up automatically with a hands-free system that puts people into your calendar? So we're going to talk about that in future upcoming episodes. In next week's episode, we're going to talk about one other major way that we actually fill our calendar. This is, for us, the biggest magic bullet of things you can, you can do when it comes to your business. And we're talking about getting in front of the right audience, affluent leads, with that, no gatekeepers, essentially, and how to really magnetically attract them to you. This has changed our business over the last couple of years, and it is, it is one of the biggest ways that we generate leads in our company. We're going to share it with you exactly how you can do it and how you can do it starting next week after we reveal all these secrets, and we're going to have some special guests on to show how they have been doing it and using what we've, we've done in order to get even better results. So we're excited for that. One more thing before we wrap up is that if you would like a, uh, a f- we've got a free gifts uh, package for everybody that's listening to this show. And you can email us at connect at mojovideomarketing.com. That's connect at mojovideomarketing.com. And just put in there Voice America, okay, Mojo Marketing Edge as a subject line. And then just tell us that you'd like that free package and we'll make sure we'll send you something nice. We've got actually a couple of things that go with it, a free ebook, a free webinar, and a free video that you watch. All information about how to fill your calendar. So thank you so much for watching the Mojo or listening to the Mojo Marketing Edge. My name is Corey Michael Sanchez. We have Mr. Ira Rosen over there, and we will see you next week in this exact same show, uh, exact same time on Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk to you then. Adios. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in to The Mojo Marketing Edge with Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week. We'll be right back.